the idea of unintended consequences, which is the idea of, of government. If you ask why I am on the political right, why I'm a conservative, it's because I do not have faith that large government is of value. My faith resides in the people. People can make their own best decisions. That is different than whether or not people actually make good decisions. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Great to be with you. That people can make bad decisions and that they often do make bad decisions is not reason enough for me to decide that somehow I know better and I should take away that decision-making ability from people or that I should support plans, policies, procedures, etc. that do the same. The idea of big government and government largesse does exactly that. It is pushing the concept that the people are not capable, so we must help them. But who are the we? The we are the people. How do these two things act and interact? It's a question that never gets an answer. And it never gets an answer from the intellectual set, I should say the pseudo-intellectual set here in Indianapolis. People who actually think they know better never gets an answer from the pseudo-intellectual set in Congress. It has never gotten an answer the world over. Yet it simply continues that there are those people who believe that they know better than other people and have to force those other people into doing what they believe is right and good and decent and pious and just. One of the examples of this is in the idea of electric vehicles. I have zero issue with an electric car. None. If you can create a a methodology by which people have an interest, you can create a market, and you're not getting government intervention, I'm fine with it. This is my biggest problem with Tesla and the others. Massive government intervention. But when you take a look at electric vehicles, it's acceptable to ask the question, how in the world do you power these things? To power the electric vehicle requires electricity. That happens to come from some level of fuel source. And since we're a country that simply will not look at nuclear as an answer, which, by the way, it is, the electricity has to come from somewhere. We know that the electricity cannot come from solar or wind. It's not that I oppose it, but in the same way I look at electric cars, create the the market by which you can do this with efficiency, and I'm all in. I'll invest. But you can't do it. What you want to do is raise the prices. This is what the people on the political left, or at least I should say the environmentalists, want to do. Raise the prices of the other fuel sources to make it comparable and to engage competition. That's not competition. That's falsifying a marketplace. And if you ask me to be in favor of that, the answer is no, I don't think I'm going to be in favor of that at all. And I don't think rational people should ever be in favor of of such a thing. Solar and wind simply don't work on any level of mass scale. Not that the solar panels on your house might not provide you some power and you might be able to be getting into the power company paying you. I know people in California who are able to do that. We're not in California. But let's go back to California because this story is now front and center. California residents are being asked to avoid charging 
their electric vehicles. They're having a heat wave. You've heard uh, about this. You have seen the Olympic athletes who are competing to get their shot at the Olympics deal with the extreme heat. Athletes are passing out. 108 degrees, I think it was the hottest temperature ever recorded in the state of Oregon. It, 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 It happens. Sometimes it gets hot in the summer in America. But now California, which already wants to put these smart meters and already has on homes where they raise your air conditioning, they they increase the temperature in your home whether you like it or not, this to avoid a strain on the power grid, are now asking people not to charge their electric vehicles. Well, let me ask you, if I have an electric vehicle, how do I get from point A to point B if I can't charge the electric vehicle? You, government, told me this was the right thing to do, and now you're telling me I can't travel. Now, maybe I could simply take a look at people who put their faith in government and say, yeah, this is why we told you not to put your faith in government. Put your faith in markets. Put your faith in, 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 in private. And every now and then something can go wrong, but it won't be this nonsense. Or I can use this as an opportunity to discuss the horror of good intentions. Because that's all government is. Oh, we've got these good intentions. Oh, we're going to save the environment. Uh, you're, you're not saving anything. You're not saving anything. You're telling people that they have to suffer for science you have gotten wrong for over 40 years. Remember, in the 1970s, you told us that it was going to be a mini ice age. It was global cooling. You've been lying for years. And when you couldn't, when you couldn't get global warming through people's heads, you changed it to climate change so you could be covered every which way. All in the guise of doing good. You're not doing any good. Do-goodery leads to evil. I despise do-goodery. Do-goodery is got to get an electric car. It's good for the environment. First, it's not necessarily good for the environment because the electricity gets made somehow. Who doesn't love some coal? Secondly, now you can't get from point A to point B because that same government that tried to incentivize the nonsense do-goodery is telling you in order to do good, you can't even use the thing you purchased to do the do-goodery with. Government is not the answer. It's a necessary evil. Necessary, note I say. I'm not an anarchist. But it's a necessary evil. Start believing in markets and people. Stop believing in what they sell you.